We're still on that isolation. Still on that isolation kick. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, it is what it is. I didn't have too many friends to begin with, so <laughs> for me, this isn't too much of a challenge. Uh, I'm not. I'm faring much better than others. Uh, but we decided today to watch a movie that I have been wanting to watch since it came out late last year. Yes. Um, but it doesn't. But now it's on Amazon Prime. So you pointed that out to me, and I'm checking it out. Yeah. So. Uh, it, it came out. It didn't really hit around here. Uh, a lot of movie theaters didn't play it because uh, it's. It, I guess it wasn't going to make a lot of money. But um, I think on the streaming services, it's definitely a perfect place for it because it could find its audience there. Absolutely. It's low budget. It's A24. Yep. You know, so they're not known for the blockbusters. They're known for kind of uh, weird movies yeah. that you know pretentious kids who like film <laughs> can get into. You know? Those <laughs> Those Wes Anderson kids need something to do in between his next movies, so A24 fills in that creepy slot. Creepy Wes Anderson. Yeah. yeah. That has creepy Wes Anderson. It, it's I, funny I'm, because uh, uh, Hidden Gems is actually the highest grossing A24 movie of all time. Uncut Gems? Uncut Gems. Is, is Uncut Gems a scary one? No. No. I, I think oh. they just they just make movies. I think right now because the ones that we've seen have just been scary. Have been the scary ones. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, those are the ones that, that seem to get the most buzz for them, but... Um, I was already planning on checking out Uncut Gems, but now that it's A24, it's on Netflix, correct? I think it's a Netflix in like Australia, not in America. No, frick. Yeah. All right, well, I gotta find it. I'll try yeah. to find it. Um, but yeah, I mean, interesting. It'll be interesting to see Adam Sandler act. So, yeah, so, uh, he apparently was very good in it. That's that's crazy. He, uh, he, so, you, did you hear what he said about uh, when he was when the Oscar nominations were coming out? Mm-hmm. He said if he never if he didn't get nominated for Best Actor. He would then do five of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> Did he get nominated? No, he didn't. Oh boy! So now we have Grown Up Three coming for us. Pixels Two, <laughs> right yeah. behind it. Jack and Jill oh. reloaded. Jack and Jill colon they went up the hill. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so this movie that we did. It's surprisingly timely for us. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize until I watched it that it is a movie about isolation and insanity. It's it. uh, What's funny because when you when you picked it, I was like, oh, okay. Because I also uh, I gave you a couple of selections. I gave you uh, Groundhog Day, Day. which I thought would have been funny because it's constantly what we're living in right now. It's mostly the same shit. (laughs) 
Um, Except that whole movie's about how he treats people and right. no people for us. <laughs> yeah. uh, the next was like Lethal Weapon 1 because that's now on, on Netflix. Um, all of them are, I think. All of them, yeah. So that's gangster. Uh, the the uh, was it the leader, which is uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, and Amy Adams, which is I heard it's a really good movie, so I wanted to check oh, that big out. Cast, yeah. yep. Uh, and then also the farewell, which R. I. P. the Hoff. Yeah. <laughs> was it P H uh, P S H baby? <laughs> Gone but not forgotten. Gone. <laughs> 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 Uh, was it, yeah, The Farewell with Aquafina and, and that, because we nominated her, uh, the director of that for the director's tournament, figured we'd get someone in there. And then is also... Eggers on there? What's that? Eggers. Is yeah. Roger yeah. Eggers on there? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the, the one, the Amazon, uh, the Amazon ones are, are all in the, uh, director's tournament. So Super 8 is directed by J.J. Abrams, and also the movie we did, which is... Uh, yeah, uh, directed by Robert Eggers, and and here we are. <laughs> That's right. Yep. So uh, the movie stars Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. That's right. And they're the only characters in the movie, and they uh, well, go, they, uh it starts off with them uh, embarking on a four month uh, stay in a lighthouse that is pretty far from shore, and they're just tending to the lighthouse throughout a storm, and over that time, their adversarial relationship becomes more and more tense until eventually uh, you don't know what's up anymore. It's actually a four-week stay. That turns it four months? It's not, yeah, four months, yeah. Oh, it's, four weeks, sorry, it's one four month. Week, yeah. yeah. So, like, Although, the, it turned into... Although, uh, it's been longer, so yeah. who knows? <laughs> so, it's a, so, that's the thing. You really lose track of um, what's going on, and the movie can go one of multiple ways depending on who you believe and you know, or whatever combination of what you take from the movie as true or false. Right. It yeah, because it, it's really ne- it's never on like stable ground. Because even when you get there, it's like, well, how long have they been going at this? Because they they have some behaviors that are like built up over time, and then some behaviors that are like kind of new. And it, it yeah. they play on it, especially Willem Dafoe. They play on it very very well. Mm-hmm. And there there are plenty of moments where. Uh, where a character will just like say everything that uh, your whole theory that's been in your head, and you're just like that. That's it. I figured it out. He said yeah. it, and then he just lets out the most maniacally, wildly insane laugh, and you're just like, <laughs> "Oh no, he's crazy. I was way off." <laughs> uh, and and Willem Dafoe with that with his authentic uh, wiki speak, dude. I, I thought it was so good. Yeah, he he really went in on his character, man. He yeah, he went full force. I feel like he learned a new language to play that role. <laughs> he sounded like a like you know a freaking pirate captain. Just, <laughs> but it sounded so authentic. Yeah, he, it was great. It was great. He was amazing. Yeah, him and even uh, Pattinson with his uh, kind of in and out Boston accent or north northeast. Yeah, it was in and out northeastern <laughs> accent because I think he was trying yeah. to because he was hiding who he was. So like mm-hmm. his accent wouldn't really fit at that point it, it, it definitely new england inspired though. yeah he like and i think their chemistry with each other was off the charts yeah like even if it like it could they like there's a thing of, like bad chemistry or like good chemistry like they had this weird like volatile chemistry where mm-hmm. it, it could swing wildly each way 
Like they could be super like I don't like I don't want to say super into each other, but you know what I mean. Like they could be like super buddy buddy, and then they could be like I don't know swinging an axe at each other. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, and you, I I feel that I feel that where you know when they when you're drunk the emotions are flying because these guys did a ton of drinking. Oh my god, did so they? <laughs> they drank like sailors, uh, and uh, so when they're drunk, all the emotions are flying and. On one hand, I can see you're stuck with this person. You know, you're going to get close to them one way or another, and you're going to have good moments. It can't all be bad, like right. when you spend every second with someone. But at the same time, the nature of their relationship as like boss and uh, employee mm-hmm. really, and, and just Willem Dafoe's uh, general demeanor was just so combative right. that you know it. They were there. They really manage the full spectrum of their friendships or if you could even call it that <laughs> yeah uh, yeah he's like the way he embodied that role of just like this kind of is he crazy to be crazy or is he uh is he is he playing mind games with this guy because he because pattinson is drunk all the time now so like you could never like was it the first real like the first time the the, the rain started and he's like when it's like, oh, we, he's like, oh, they'll come in, they'll come next week. It's like, oh, they've been, haven't been here for like four months. It's like, and he's like, oh, and he's like, well, and they, they kind of put you at this weird spin where it's like, wait, how long, like, like we were saying before, like, how long have they been here? And Defoe's not giving us any straight answers. And it looks like he's enjoying no. the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, even towards the end where he like breaks the boat and he's like, and then you broke the boat. And it's like, <laughs> All right, something. Someone's not like yeah. someone's not being honest. I don't yeah. know. You chased me with an axe when we just watched him chase Pattinson with chase him with an axe. Yeah. Exactly. Um, there is there are some theories involved in it hmm. uh, in this movie that could explain that, um, and some things about like a non-linear timeline or um, the identity of who these people are is a lot more intertwined than, than it comes off. Okay. But I'll get into that later. Okay. Um, yeah, because right now I, I want to talk about, because you know me, I love mythology. Yes. I love lore. You, you know? You're a big lore guy. Big on the stories. Can't of, stop of talking about it. You know? <laughs> and I, there's so many, so many great like uh, references to Greek mythology, Christian mythology, like uh, there's like you can see the rhyme of the ancient mariners very clear in this. Right. Um, Prometheus very clear in this. He mentioned Proteus, who I had to like look up. I thought that was just another word for Prometheus, but no, that's its own like myth, and it also applies very strongly here. And then uh, even just some of the images that you get are taken from 19th century classical paintings. Yeah, like some of the shots, and it's incredible that this the uh, amount of inspiration that came into this yeah. despite me not really being sure what the hell happened <laughs> you know? no yeah um, like it so, did seem very like some of the shots did seem very like set up and like like uh, like especially the the ones that are in the dream sequences which mm-hmm. we don't know which what times those start and which times those end but like the the, the last one where it's like uh you hear Defoe through the lighthouse saying, like, you shouldn't have spilled your beans. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you spill your beans? Like, shit like that. And it's, and then when they, uh, yeah, we're, we're just going to bounce around this movie because, you know, there's no, video chats are tough to keep structure on. 
Uh, Plus, the movie is like barely linear in itself. Exactly. Like when we see Willem Dafoe naked in the rain with his eyes turned into light, crazy. like it's super crazy. And but that's such like a painting shot that like, like that couldn't have come around naturally. Like that had to be staged and plotted. Staged. Yeah. yeah. Positioned. If so, you Google you Google the painting Hypnos. Okay. Um, by Sasha Schneider, and. Uh, I'll show it to you over webcam. Anybody that's that's listening, you can of course see it that way. Yeah, you got Google uh, too, pal. <laughs> this Google, this Google hypnos. Hypnos and uh, painting, and this is this is the painting. Oh shit! Look at that. Yeah, and it's the exact. It's image. the exact yeah. image. Yeah. <laughs> Wild, um, except the, the even the, the hand placement image. too, kind of like you could see. Yeah, he's grabbing his. He's hand grabbing his hand. Way. Yeah. Yeah, they just made Willem Dafoe naked in this instead of the guy who's. <laughs> getting hypnotized well pattinson Uh, pattinson will have his moment later in the movie yeah for sure (laughs) and uh hip so uh do you know anything about is it is hypnos a person is that a no that the word hypnosis is derived from i don't know that's not that's not my uh my strong suit um let me i mean i i we all know we all know and love the true origin which is the biggie song but uh (laughs) But yeah, I have no idea. Whatever. There goes your speaker. Um, so, uh, but yeah, the movie, you can look, the more you try to look at it as a, uh, as a linear story, right. the less you're able to keep up with it as like a, but the, but the more you just kind of every, you try to watch everything as like, I, I try to follow the, just the emotions of the two, of the two characters. Right. And, uh, because if, if you try to watch this at face value, it's just two people stuck on an island. Right. You know what I mean? No, yeah, and it's and, it's two people stuck on an island slowly losing their mind. But then if you like, right. if you pay attention to like all, like the other stuff, like the emotions, it's like you see it's one guy who is uh, this one old guy who is trying to find a, a I guess a replacement, but one guy is trying to hide who like not he's trying to keep himself boxed in so he doesn't give up the the fact he's a He's running from the law. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at it from his perspective, from from uh, Thomas Howard's perspective, then this guy's gaslighting like crazy. Yeah. And Willem Dafoe is just being the biggest dick, like <laughs> telling him he didn't like scrub floors that he scrubbed. You know, dropping him from a from the from the lighthouse. You know, um, chasing with the axe and telling him he did it. You know, writing in the in the books about how he shouldn't get paid. Yep. It just seems like you. He just sounds like a crummy guy who was uh, trying to set up patents yeah. to do all the work for no pay. You know, and uh, and that is, is in enough to spend a month with that guy. That's enough to drive you mad. You no, know? exactly, exactly. And then especially because oh, and he's lying about his leg. Yeah. On top of that. To like get out of doing more work. Yeah, because yeah, half that shit like you need two guys to do it. So the fact that right. Pattinson's doing it all on his own and like you, you do find like it, it, he does seem like a scummy boss, and mm-hmm. and the fact that he's like trying to like and also like to like to to have him like dock your pay and then try to be buddy buddy with you. It's such like a fucking scumbag move and yeah, yeah. and just like not letting him take the lighthouse shift. Right, you know, and making him do all everything else—it's just terrible. And using his humping um, hole in his mattress. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the early on, we find out why that. Like, they when they get to the uh, the lighthouse, uh, I guess shanty, 
they like have two mat the two mattresses and one has like a hole cut into it and you think it's just to store shit in no it's uh he's fucking it he's fucking that hole man he's he's fucking it tenderly <laughs> yeah yeah lovingly really yeah. But, uh, yeah, imagine that's, imagine your boss is fucking your bed and then you have to sleep on it. Yeah. While that's... he sleeps right next to you. Yep. Why, why don't you just cut a hole in your own bed? <laughs> because I think this was the first time he was actually in charge. Like, this is the first time. Oh, he, he was always the other guy? He was always the other guy. Like, he. Well, that... he mentioned having a second in command before as well. Yeah. But, like, but he is a liar, so he could have been, like, he could have right. been a second in command. And then, but that also goes into the theory that I'll mention uh, later on as well. Oh, um, yeah. Some somehow, um, it, it, it like it falls into the theory as well. Um, but yeah, so if you look, so then and then he, you know, half the time he's talking about how he hurt his leg in an accident with Catholic nuns, mm-hmm. and then the other time he's saying he got scurvy and it ruined his leg, and then the next time he's dancing on that leg. Right. Yeah. So and then uh, so it's like it's it's. The guy's an absolute jerk, unless, unless Robertson's a Robert Pattinson's a very unreliable narrator. Now, you're looking at this kid who comes in, he's been neglecting his duties, you know, fucking off in the jack shack, you know, Uh, but just like he's uh, uh, he's been stealing like utensils, right? You know. He destroyed one of the boats. You know, he killed a seagull. Right. You know, and he's just been the the biggest jerk. You know, and and, uh, and on top of that, he lied about who he was right. until he spilled the beans. And he hates and he hates Robert Pattinson and he hates Willem Dafoe's cooking. <laughs> so how could you, you know, how could you fault Dafoe for anything that he did if any of that is true? Right. You know? No, yeah, because you don't know who. Also, you don't know who whose story it really is either. Yeah. So you don't know who's technically leading the. We think it's Pattinson from the whole because time. Because we see everything from his point of view. Right, but it could be Defoe kind of like messing with his brain because a lot yeah. of the a lot of the things that we see Defoe kind of passes off as like delusions. Right, right, or even he's so adamant in everything he says. Right, you know that it's just. Like he's convincingly aggressive, right? You know, with with the floor thing, I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe he just maybe he's just really deep stains because there's no way he'd be pointing at that floor saying it's not clean if it's not if it's clean. You know what I mean? Right. So like he's so adamant that it's hard to even know what he's lying about, but he's definitely lying about something. You know. We also never really see the floor either. Like and it, never it never pans down to see the floor, see if it is dirty or not. So we don't because know. It's irrelevant. Exactly, yeah. And that's also the great thing about how it's it's shot with the cam with, with the, the camera frame. Becomes irrelevant. Oh, sorry. <laughs> with the uh, with the cat with the the uh, the frame that we are given, like that small box, we only see what they want us to see, and then so we have to make up our, our mind what's on the bottom and what's on the top. Yeah. And plus, it's just uh, it it makes it makes for good framing, which are things that like I wasn't really thinking about when I watched it. But I'm thinking back. There's a lot of shots with just the two of them mm-hmm. sitting on their bunks or sitting at the table, like next to each other, and it really feels like they're in a box. They're right. locked in a box together. Yeah. And that's like the biggest. Uh, I think the biggest dynamic, whether how whether how much you buy into either of their stories or 
any of the supernatural shit that seems to be going on, if there's any of it, right. it seems like the main thing that's universal is it's two guys that don't get along stuck in a box. Yeah, too close yeah. to each other. Yeah. Too close together. Yeah. Yeah, because even if you see Pattinson as Prometheus, mm-hmm. this guy who wants to see the light so badly and wants to take the light from the gods and give it to the to the to human to man so that's the story of prometheus right he um so the like fire and light used to only belong to the gods and that's why they were their gods are intelligent and powerful and humans were they they were like primates they had like no intelligent life right and prometheus took the light gave it to humans he stole it from from the gods and that's why that's how we have fire and that's how we have intelligent life and that's fire is really what started all of human uh, advancements. And so humans were able to prosper for that, but Prometheus was punished by um, being tied to a post, and every day an eagle comes and eats out his his innards. And uh, then he's healed back, and the next day the eagle comes back and eats it out for eternity. So, and you can obviously see the parallels there. Yeah, that that imagery is there in the movie. Yes. And on the other hand, Proteus... Is like known as like the first sailor, the the oldest sailor who knows all the tricks of the sea and can almost control it, but and, and knows the secrets, right. but he won't give it out. <laughs> um, you have to capture him. He's shape. He's a shapeshifter, and you have to capture him in order to get him to actually spill the beans, so to speak. Uh, and so you can kind of see that with Willem Dafoe's character who clearly has this authority and this knowledge right. um, that Pattinson doesn't have, but refuses to give it to, to give any of it until Pattinson takes it. Hmm. So, uh, and literally like captures him, like, uh, like wraps, wraps a leash around his neck to get it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and you could tell, you could see how these figure, these mythological figures, the guy who wants, who wants to, and takes, you know, and this guy who refuses to give, or are obviously set to yeah it's... to clash when you put them in a box, which is the island, the lighthouse. The li- yeah, Whew. crazy, Whew. crazy, Ooh, crazy. Boy. But there's another theory that I didn't even think about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and that one is much more of a stretch. I don't know. I think this will become one of those movie mayhem theories. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a popular theory going around that. Uh, Thomas Rake and Thomas Howard are the same person. Oh. In, yeah, in okay. different points in time. So you get the idea, at least I got the idea that the seagull, right, with mm-hmm. one eye, was the second mate re- reincarnated. And that's why... the he... second mate, when he catches him in the lobster thing, Has only one... had one eye. Okay. Right? So I'm like, oh, wow. So maybe that's why Rake said, don't kill the seabird, because... That's his boy locked in there. And then, holy hell, do you want to, wait, can we pause and talk about um, Robert Pattinson beating the shit out of that bird? Oh, yeah, I was going to mention that earlier. Like, he fucking got that thing. He decimated it. <laughs> oh, man. He had it some. kept going. He had some issues with that. <laughs> the bird was clearly dead after, like, thir- after 30 seconds, but he just kept going. He had a lot of rage built up in those first 30 minutes of the movie. Oh, my God. God, and just the blood splatter growing, and just, ooh, yeah, like, just kept going. Like it, it, 
shows that this guy was uh, under the surface uh, danger, like super danger, super violent, super like so because he's been holding back. He's been refusing to drink alcohol. He's been kind of refusing to kind of interact fully. Like you see, he's holding back. But then, uh, and then when he when he grabs that bird, it's just mm. it's over. It's over for that bird. Now, for me, obviously, anyone watching that is going to find it disturbing, mm-hmm. right? To see life snuffed out that uh, thoroughly. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> but you know me, Bri. You don't like birds. You know you, boy. You <laughs> no. know I fucking hate birds. You don't like them birds. <laughs> Not a big bird guy. So watching him beat the hell out of that shitlord bird <laughs> was tremendous. <laughs> You just stood it up. You just stood up. Probably started the clapping. pinnacle of filmmaking, I would say. Yeah, it's like It's like this is it. This is cinema right here. This is <laughs> this is everything this we is need. We pay, this is why we pay the money to see these movies. Support <laughs> local local cinema. This is why we do it. You're never gonna see Captain America do that. No. Yeah. You're never gonna take a bald eagle. And... <laughs> Captain, like the new, the new was it Bucky and Winters uh, and Falcon show? Like you just see. New evil Captain America beat up an American eagle. Yeah, yeah. Or lit, or like an actual falcon. Like yeah. That's the action scene. It's just wah, 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 wah. with the metal arm just whipping it around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it, was, it just lasted so long. But uh, yeah, definitely you could see that, that rage like boiling just yeah. under the surface, you know? And, uh, and again, it kind of starts off the comparisons with the rhyme of the ancient mariner, right? Uh, which is uh, uh, you know about a sailor who, uh, at the against the protests of one of his old like shipmates, mm-hmm. he kills uh, an albatross that's been, that was like following their ship, and then after he does that, it's just omen after omen, storm after storm, uh, that like terrorizes him and his uh, him and his uh, and his crew until they're all dead. He goes insane and uh he realizes uh he realizes the um i guess the error of his ways and the value of life in all forms and once he realizes that then he's finally able to uh to go to to find his way home and a lot of the things that terrorize this group are you know ghosts famine disease uh I think mermaids at some point or banshees. Well, mermaid, or every time you have something on the sea, you're gonna have a mermaid pop in and out every so often. Yeah, it's just a, such a such a, a easy motif, you know. Yeah, it's like it's like having all these space movies, but nothing about like aliens. Right. Yeah. You know, if you do that, then you have Interstellar. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just have a boring ass story about taking a train through space. <laughs> The magic school bus and yeah. It's like, look at this planet. Oh, without the bristle. Oh, what's the sense of special about that? Oh, if you stay on it long enough, too much time passes. Ooh, it's the, the uh, danger. It's you know what it is? It's the uh it's magic school bus, but instead of Miss Frizzle, it's just the nerd with glasses. <laughs> it's just him. He's the only one you're riding with. Um <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I so I definitely appreciate all of the uh the influences there. And the they don't all help me make sense of the movie, you know. But no. I like it. No, yeah, I, 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 when I finished watching this movie, like I couldn't make heads or tails of it. But it's not like it's a just 
detraction from the movie. Like, it's not like right. one of these movies where, like, if you watch it, you go like, well, that was dumb. Why did it end that way? But, it, like, you, you watch it and you go like, oh, wait. And you start kind of replaying it in your head. Like, wait a minute. If this, ha- like, this happened and that happened. And, like, it, that's a good, like, a good ending to the fact that it leaves you wanting more. But you know you're not going to mm. get, a, like, a lighthouse too electric boogaloo but uh you're you're gonna like you're gonna constantly go to theory to after theory to be like well this does make sense this does make like this is parallel like i get it now but you'll still never fully get it until you know uh the the writer and director go like yeah no no this is what we meant and i feel like sometimes it's disappointing when the director even says that where he even goes like "Ah, actually i think it was more about this right because then that by the time they let that information go how, how the movie affected you and your interpretation of it is, you know, um, is satisfying to you, more satisfying to you. Because I feel like a lot of, for movies like these, people are going to take from it what they need to take from it. Right. You know, what helped them in that moment. So, if, I mean, for us, obviously, it's it, we're going to take a lot out of the idea of isolation and, and the steeping insanity, and I'm going to take a lot out of the uh, mythological aspect of right. it. Um, but if you were to say, oh, you know, the, uh, the lighthouse, it was, it was crystallized cocaine that they managed to, uh, <laughs> send out into a light right. and that's what drove me crazy. You know, that I, that'd be like super disappointing. Right. Um, or, if, or even if it ended up being something overtly supernatural, right. You know, that would be a little disappointing too, because it's the ambiguity. Yeah. That, Cause, cause uh, there's so many things enticing. you you could say, like, it, it could be like, uh, to quote, you know, uh, how did this get made? It could be a Jacob Ladder scenario where someone may have died early on and all of it is just, they're dead. And then right. you could go like, well, no, no, it's, it was really hot. Like this is real life. Or it could be like, oh no, it was a dream. Or, you know, like, cause there, there are certain points where you go like, this can't be happening. And mm-hmm. then like, and then you at another point it's like, I can't believe this is happening. Right. Yeah. What do you take from the mermaid? Is that, do you think that's just, uh, a representation of that, like that same representation that is for any sailor, which is that you're out at sea for too long, away from any kind of feminine company, right. and you your wanna... imagination takes you in that direction. Yeah, because he he just wants to bone down. That's what it is. He just wants to bone down. Yeah, that uh, that the blossoming mermaid badge. I think <laughs> it's an interesting Jeez. shot, but I think um. I think it also like it, it plays to the fact that like he's questioning his own manhood at points. Like he's questioning the fact that he's you know, this young guy that's not being able to like overtake this uh the senior officer, the senior man, this this weakened person. Because he's he's a healthy dude and I think it just kinda and plus like he's bored, he's you know, he's old he's all uh he's all jacked up. He's you know, he's just he's just trying to find some sort of like easy release and so that's why i think that's why the mermaid's laughing at him that's why i think like it's like it just plays to his mind that he's he's like slipping and it, yeah. he, he doesn't have like a normal like i could just this, this isn't working for me so i'm just gonna leave you know i think that's mm-hmm. that's also a thing in like human in human life where like it, like how he said like um he's also he also said that he didn't really stick to one place at a time when he was he worked in the uh the northern bush and he's like, well, you know, if I don't like a place, I just leave. So he couldn't leave at this time. And that probably mm-hmm. played into his mind where he's like, this isn't working out. I want to go. And he couldn't. 
That's a great point. That's a great point. Didn't even think about that. Uh, that's the idea that he's usually able to quit. Yeah. When things like this happen, so that's yeah, that's profound. Um, it's uh, it's interesting because I feel like that's a better. That's a better interpret. Sometimes it is just face value, and that's like a better way of looking at it than digging too deep. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because sometimes you yeah. don't need to go deeper than the surface. Some people yeah. aren't that because some people aren't that deep. They may put right. up this idea that like you know I'm a tortured soul, blah blah blah. But it's like ah, you're not like that. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that, that this movie helps me with that too because anytime like again like I said I've been I've been fine this quarantine I've been like coping very well. Right. But I know a lot of people have haven't been. And it's like look you're not stuck in a in a lighthouse with Willem Dafoe. Right. Okay. Who keeps farting <laughs> it's everywhere? Not that bad. <laughs> you know. You have the internet, you yeah. have TV, you know, you have so much that that Robert Pattinson did not have. Right. Okay. So it, it's it's and you don't have to clean out a chamber pots. You could you go. Know, you could go for a walk. You could you know you could you could technically change your location and and do whatever. And also you could have the per if you're stuck in stuck in with a person, you could have them go for a walk and go uh, jack off in a bathroom or some shit. Like yeah. it, like you have your yeah, spaces. Yeah. yeah. Go. For, <laughs> Honey, why is there a hole in this bed? Oh, uh, nothing. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, again, nice timely movie uh, for us to review uh, of all times to no, review. Yeah, and I and I will say, even though like we were joking about it before, like there are some things that are uh, super annoying about this isolation. Like some things that like used to work perfectly, and now it just kind of like when when things <laughs> small things kind of fall out, like you get a little bit more annoyed. And yeah, I, and I think sure. that helps in this in this movie too because I'm pretty sure he's he's done all this stuff like done all the work before like, like even the like was it when he was lifting up the oil going up mm. the stairs and like he lifted this this multi gallon jug up all these flights of stairs and then Willem Dafoe's like why don't you just use this small can like that's all it needs. <sighs> he goes yes, yeah, just go ahead and bring that all back down for me. Yeah, just bring it back down. <laughs> I think uh, I think another thing is the is the alcohol in yeah. this movie. Like the drinking becomes like it, it gets up to a toxic level at some point, you know. And uh, you know, again, that's just something sailors do, right? You know, uh, but their behavior goes deep, goes down further and further. The worse, like first they they drink everything they got and they become kind of friends and it's kind of a nice thing, and then they start going through the rations and it gets a little more aggressive. And then you have that whole Hark speech from uh, the speech about, uh, about when, when he said he didn't like Defoe's cooking. Oh my God. That that was, that kind of ended in such a funny way too, where yeah. Defoe goes on this fucking like this big monologue and you're like, it's like, wow, that's, that's an Academy Award level. Uh... Yeah. And then no, you see his patents and like, all right, well your cooking's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like fine, I like your cooking. Happy. There's there's certain points where I was watching it and I was like, you know, like why didn't this get enough uh, like respect at the Academy Awards? Like it should have, like it should have definitely, like like it definitely. Then like like that, and it was and it was mostly unfortunately felt like Pattinson's dialogue, because like mm. he he comes to a point like yeah like that that speech with uh, I think Willem Dafoe did get nominated for best supporting actor, but like part of the parts. Yeah, and it and then what is it when Pattinson like at the end he's like. You did this, did this, and you did this, and then all your goddamn fats. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, 
That's rough. <laughs> I also thought when he was finally telling the story about what happened to uh, his, his his old boss. Right. That was that, that didn't seem that strong to me either. No. Like, like yeah. well, also, like, he didn't murder his boss. He just didn't help him, like. Yeah, he just let him die. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Just the way he was, he was saying it, see, it was like, it's like, am I watching really good acting, or is this kind of bad acting right now, you know? I think, it, I think it's good acting by the way of, like, the hammy acting. Mm. Like, because it's tough, because he's, he's English, so he doesn't really have a proper... Especially old timey American northeastern or northeastern accent. Yeah. So you don't really know, and also if he's pretending to be a guy, who's also pretending to be a guy, like that's that's tough too. He's the dude playing the dude. Disguises another, another dude. dude, which is apparently getting all, all sorts of hate now. On the what is, oh oh you mean Tropic uh, Thunder? Yeah, that's whack. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot yeah. of these kids out there are saying like, oh, Tropic Thunder's racist, like, but. It's not the, not what it was. The, the joke is some actors go, some character actors go too deep into their roles. Like how far is too deep for them? Right. I think the the idea was that the movie knows blackface is offensive. Right. That's that's why he's clearly going too far in the movie. Right. You know. And they call him out at every turn of it. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they have a whole character whose main function is just to call him out. <laughs> and and besides, the movie came out oh, 10 years ago, maybe? 2008. 12. 2008, like 12 years ago. And everyone saw it. Right. You know, and it caused no buzz. And I think back then, even back then, people knew blackface was wrong. Yeah. You know? It caused no buzz. Now, all of a sudden, everyone wants to bring down Robert Downey Jr. Because they got nothing yeah. to do. They're sitting in their lighthouse. With the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... No, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I also don't know any... Like, of all the complaints I've seen about it... Right. Um, it's mostly just kids, you know? Yeah, because I think anybody who... They really don't... Aren't in a... Aren't, don't really have the, uh, are not in the situation to be offended by that kind of thing. I'll say that. Oh, you mean white kids? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, no, yeah. It is obviously an offensive thing to do. Right. But, like, it is the biggest, that's the joke. Right. You know, that, that you've, that anyone's ever had to say to someone, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I mean, it's, it's a risky joke. Don't get me wrong. It could have. It could have definitely ruined Robert Downey Jr.'s career. But do you know, like, it when the movie came out, that wasn't even the thing that caused the most controversy. What caused the controversy? It was the simple Jack stuff. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, they were like, yeah, "Well, you went true, it was like it? you went too that hard after it. it." Yeah, they did call him a retard a lot. They did, and it was like, and they they even had like I think with the DVD they had like a. Uh, an added like thing where it's like you know support people like support the like mentally disabled people and all it's like it's it's not really a joke but i was like oof like but like e- like even though like it's it's both the same thing like it was more of a joke on the actors themselves than on the people they're trying to like portray yeah 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 and it, it, it's about like over Overcommitment, mm-hmm. taking yourself to uh, taking yourself like too 
seriously. Yeah. And then also, also like having no not, like, like taking these roles, not understanding like the uh, like what they're not understanding enough about the world right. to take the roles that they're taking for Oscar bait. Yeah, it's, and it's or, also or, seeing or, the Oscar bait in the role. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's yeah. going to get me something. Which is hilarious. And again, as offensive as it is, like Osiris going, <laughs> you never go full retard. Yeah. Uh, but the full line is, Sean Penn, when, I am Sam, went full retard, went home empty-handed. <laughs> <laughs> should we do Should we do that movie? I think we should do that movie. I think it's... Absolutely. I think it's one of those movies we should do. We should definitely do it with somebody who's relatively younger. Because like, I, saw, oh, it, I saw it in the movie theaters twice, because I loved it. Yeah, my, my boy Anthony quotes it consistently. <laughs> I think we should see, like, somebody, like, we should try to find somebody who's never seen it before. And then... Let's see, who do we know that's really young? Um, I don't know. Georgia. Maybe. 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 Maybe she's have her and too Bo- charismatic, though. Have we'll her, see. We'll have, see. Have her and Bobby on? Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely two different generations there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a good. Uh, it might be a good dynamic. Might be a good show as we play it out in the middle. Yeah, of, right. In the middle of a, a show right now. Yeah. The, <laughs> oh boy. Well, yeah. Uh, back to the back but, to the lighthouse. Back to the lighthouse. Let's. Oh yeah. Let me get back to that theory. Yeah. So there's a theory that that uh, that Robert Pattinson's Thomas is in a loop where. He is always the the mate. So he was the mate, and he who went crazy and died, you know. And then you saw, you know, he only had the one eye. Right. But then he comes back to the island, and things start to. He's like, and it's like re- repeating itself, which again is very Promethean in like repeated uh, torture every day. Right. You know? But uh, like it always will end in the same way of him getting eaten by gulls. Right. It'll always end that way. Um, and so some of the things like you did that, you know, like, oh, we've been here for weeks, you know, mm-hmm. things like that start to make a little bit of more, uh, have a little bit of meaning if you, if you assign it meaning. Right. And, but the other thing is, is that um, Rake and that, that both Will, Willem Dafoe and, uh, and Robin Pattinson are the same person at different points in their life, which now mm-hmm. the... The bed hole makes a little more sense, right? You know the uh, the like I didn't do that. You did that stuff makes more sense, you know. Right. Um, the um, well, I guess I guess there there are probably other things that I'm just not thinking of that might make sense. But it yeah, takes a while like, for this yeah. movie to digest in your brain. You just finished watching it a little while ago, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, you know, it's a stretch in any yeah. case. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's. Uh, I like the. I, I do kind of like the idea that there's. That 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 that, that there's a circuit that that's a nonlinear timeline. Yeah. So I it, like that idea. It actually, when you were saying that with the whole like him, you know, them constantly being in the same loop, it is like a lighthouse itself that's always just spinning around and then coming back to where it was. Like there's been no change to it. That's a that actually makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That helps. That's pretty good. I've been to the Montauk Lighthouse a couple of times. I know the deal. You know, I've still never been to Montauk. Really? 
It's yeah. it's okay. I think it's a long drive. It's like it's two hours. Two uh, two and a half hours, I think. Yeah, that's a lot. But it's good. It's nice. It's nice out there. I mean, what if, do you do when you get there? You sit on a beach. Yeah. Oh. There's not much to it. There's not much. To, is, there's not much to the place except like the water. If like if you're a little big into fishing, like it's a it's a nice place. But like, there's not like I mean there's there's vineyards out there like in in the Hamptons and all that shit. But like Montauk is pretty much like beach lighthouse get shit faced on the on the beach. Like you could have bonfires on the beach with like no problem. Like you just set fire to the beach. And Montauk, like, there's no oversight or anything. Not there? really. Well, I also I think there is no beach out there. They had a lot of erosion the past couple of years, mm. so it could be gone. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I mean, interesting. Yeah, it's. Oh, here's an interesting theory, by the way. What's that? That Thomas Drake is uh, part of. Thomas Howard's imagination. Like, oh. he's, like, his conscience. And so that's why uh, freaking Thomas Howard is doing all the hard, doing all the, the uh, doing all the work. Right. Right? And uh, he may have, like, and, and he watched, like, the guy, and he has the season one of The Secret. He's the one that's ashamed of what he did. Right? So when the shift takes over, uh, you know, they can only, oh, and he can only talk freely to his subconscious when he's drunk. He's only at peace with himself when he's drunk. Mm. You know, and, uh, and, and that's why he's like so critical about his own work performance. And he knows deep down that he's not working very hard or that he didn't wipe something. So if he's ever like, if he's ever like denying something, it's kind of like his conscience, like, yeah, it's him telling him. himself he's not good enough. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. And then, you know, at the end, uh, and also why he, like, accuses Rake of, like, lying so much. Right. Because he, it's like, because he himself knows that he's, like, lying about, or keeping a secret about what he did, hmm. you know? And, uh, and then at the end, um, when he overpowers his, his conscience and kills it, and, you know, so to speak, I guess. Right. And goes up to, I guess... The lighthouse, and and you could see, you could kind of see that if you see that Thomas Rake is his lighthouse, right. that he, he that he's pushed whatever the light is, which mm-hmm. is, uh, which maybe you could say is con- confronting his his own evil, his own sin, you know, as something that he's kept, he's let his subconscious do while okay. he sleeps, you know, and once he kills his subconscious and and faces it himself. That's when he really. That's when it's really over for him. Okay. Um, again, stretch. No, no yeah, that sounds Probably pretty not. good. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, it yeah. could be, but it, these are just like some Reddit theories that are, that are you know. Uh, that that's I also, like the interpretation. Yeah, like that's because this movie leaves it open for so much interpretation and so yeah. much like deep theory that that it kind of makes it more like it doesn't take away from the movie. Like if you. Like we were saying before, like if you end a movie going like, why would this happen? But then like with this movie, it's like, what what should like what did happen? Like there there is a difference, and like is a different like, because I don't feel cheated, I don't feel like unfulfilled with this movie. I feel very like 
fulfilled and and happy i saw it but not like happy you know what i mean but uh but it's like you know each theory is could be right and the only thing that can ruin it is the writer director going like yeah that's the one yeah that's the thing with art where it's like you know you look at a painting and you you have all those snobs being like oh you could tell by the uh, geometry that he it's uh, the blank canvas theory it's whatever you you make it right and i think that's what this is it gives like i think the director told a story that you know he enjoyed and had a lot of themes in there that that he liked uh playing with and wanted to combine with each other and then how that plays out is you know dependent on who's watching right yeah i think that's cool i don't think that's as lazy as as it sounds where because i could see somebody saying like you know this guy just he he couldn't come up with a good ending he couldn't come up with something that made sense so he just threw a bunch of like dilute like deranged uh you know hallucinations in there right. and then like you know and then you have like losers like snobs like us that are trying to make meaning out of something that's not there and snobs there like are a... de- i feel like there are definitely movies like that oh no yeah like uh amelie Chamalon movies where it's like uh, i need something so i'll just throw in a twist for a twist sake you yeah know? you know it's like but Whoop. yeah that's not really i don't feel i don't feel like i don't feel that way with this movie with the lighthouse uh so we're about 50 minutes in uh, would you like to grade this bad boy? I think that's fair. That is something we do every time. It is. Uh, current theme. <laughs> <laughs> that's our motif. Uh, I, I don't know. I, there's something that's preventing me from giving this movie like a nine or a 10, but, uh, it's very, very, I thought it was very, very good. And I thought it was like, acted really well shot really well the lighting yeah. the framing like so so much of it was just done well um and it and it plays with a lot of ideas that i i enjoy thinking about so uh for me i'm gonna give it an eight i was gonna say seven and a half eight so we're right around the same uh yeah this awesome. is this is a very good movie it's a very uh very deep movie uh and now the reddit threads will be like well they actually just reviewed uh joker actually instead of the lighthouse so just trying to throw off a different thing, but uh, no, yeah, it's it's on Amazon Prime right now. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be moved to Netflix, but it is on Amazon Prime if you have the if you do have Prime Video. Um, hmm. Let me ask you something. Sure. Why 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 for you is it a seven and a half eight? Why is it not a nine or a ten? I think it just like because what I what I said before, like those weird moments with Robert Pattinson going like like hitting certain dialogue in a weird way. I was like, mm. uh, that threw me out a little. Like the the, the whole like fart thing. I was like, the farts, your goddamn farts. Like, like that, that that was struck me as funny. And at that point, I didn't want to like go. Oh, this is a funny thing. Right. Like they're definitely comedic bits, but that didn't seem like one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like it should have been one of them. Like, exactly. Like it should have. Like you should have hammered it in, and mm-hmm. then like it didn't feel like the right time for a comedic moment. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, like I'm after this, I'm I'm really excited to see what what Pattinson does as Batman. You know, I mean, he could definitely play this like uh, intense person, and I think that would be perfect. He, Absolutely, yeah. he definitely has the brooding down. But then things like uh, like the very last like scene uh, where he's like screaming in that distorted sound right. when he's looking at the light, it was absolutely you know jarring. Right, but. I couldn't look away from it. Exactly, like, it's captivating. Like he's he's a very captivating, captivating actor. Yeah. And 
And I, think, I get that. I yeah. get uh, that was when I was just like, like there were scenes when they're like messing around together, like and they're dancing or whatever, and I'm just like, all right, I get it. He's not just boring and monotone. Right. And then when I saw that, I was just like, oh wow, like he's actually yeah, yeah. Uh, and if, I get it. if anybody who listens to this uh, still is on the fence about Pattinson because of the Twilight past, check this movie out. Like it's yeah. gonna it's gonna change your shit. Like absolutely, absolutely. So. Uh, but you know what, Bri? What's I think that? that is the shoot. That is you know? the shoot. I think we, uh, I think we, we, we talked about this movie, you know, at length, not ad nauseum, but no. like you know, to a good amount. To a very and, good amount. Uh, yeah. yeah, and and I and and I think we're about that time where we plug our shit. That's you know? right. So as always, guys, you can hit us up on uh, Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. You can hit us up Movie Podcast at gmail.com. And also you could, uh, I actually just saw this. Uh, Tea masks. <laughs> yeah, Tee Public is selling masks uh, right now. Uh, they're a little expensive, but they run like kind of sales every couple of weeks. Mm. So they are selling uh, Movie Mayhem masks, which would look absolutely ridiculous. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to resize one because it's just like the, the one with the, the pug face of, uh, of this. So like yeah, just have I the... Just have the the mask being the mouth of the pug, but I'm like, that would look fucking weird. Yeah, it would. Oh god. <laughs> but uh, but no, with, the, with the punk with the punk logo. The punk logos are sweet. the punk logos are pretty good. The the new neon one, the big the the long X and the uh the yeah. the one with the cross on, like the one that we have as our Twitter uh profile photo. Those look pretty dope. Yeah. So um. Yeah, you can get that at Movie Mayhem Dodcast at T Public. Remember, it's a podcast with a D, not a P. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't know how to spell. And then. Uh, right, because of Brian's dyslexia. Yeah, Brian's <laughs> dyslexia. And, um, yeah. Uh, also, check us out midweek. We do, we're doing, well, I'm doing right now until, um, until Matt comes on. We're doing kind of like a check in with some of our friends during this, this isolation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's isolation time. We're just doing a quick check-in, having a nice little chat with our friends, see how they're doing. This week is uh, my good friend Mike Flanagan. He's coming on, so check that out on a Wednesday. Bang, bang, and that's... that's oh, nice. Yeah. I got I got a couple in the bank, so I'm good. Love so like, Yeah. We have a good chat about uh, Star Wars, baseball, um, and I, I, I keep on forgetting what it is, what we keep talking about, because it makes... It makes it harder to uh, to tag it to get those views in, but we just had uh, Andrew Parker on talking about anxiety. I you were oh, I'm sorry. Talking about anxiety. Yeah, we uh, Parker and I talked about like anxiety and anxiety. performance, and it was a very good conversation. And then Flanagan was like, "How we oh, would cool. we, we'd make a Star Wars with just like our action figures, and how could it would." <laughs> I think you're just. Doing the Landy Lodge, but starring I, Brian McCormick. I yeah, I I realize I try. I'm trying not to do what he does, even though it's mostly the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you bring in your friends and you talk about stuff. That yeah. I mean, what else are you gonna do now, though? I think exactly. People, yeah. I think we need that now, just for our own sanity. And you're on, you're right? you're on call like three or four days a week, so you're su- super busy. Yeah. And it's just you know it's just it a good. Sucks. One. It does. <laughs> But, you know, uh, I think it will be over pretty pretty soon. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. It's looking it's looking that way, so... Everybody will be allowed well, to... Well, they're going to start bringing us in. Nope. 
Oh, you I think at, at least at the hospital they're gonna start bringing this in a little more. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna actually end this because Matt, oh, Matt, yeah, Matt's, uh, Matt's uh, glitching in and out. So, guys, check us out uh, next week. Remember to like and subscribe and whatever. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get this. Uh, Bye. All right, see you later. That bread, I'm headed.